Hello, and welcome to the 12th millionth, 497,762nd episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. I hope everyone has had a splendid day. I'll kind of zoom in a little bit. I normally say, I hope you have had a splendid week. Let's zoom in a splendid day. How's how's my day been? My day has been good. It's... um. I feel like I was walking around tired all day and then I I like woke up at like 5:15 p.m. Like it was like 5:14 p.m. I was like zombie didn't know like what end was up and then I just kind of like I was like I'm up. And then it was almost the end of the day and I got to go home. So it really it really worked out um not how it was supposed to, but I think how it should. Now, I say all that, but I am, you know, sitting down at 9.50 to record this and I'm half falling asleep. So if I start saying things that don't make sense, if I start, um, I was going to say if I start rambling, but that's kind of what I'm supposed to do anyway. So really, if I start making sense, if I start saying things that are coherent and kind of, I don't know, speak to larger themes and maybe reference any sort of scholarship, then I guess then be worried. But if it's just kind of the same old shenanigans, that would be a good episode or title for the episode, same old shenanigans, then I guess we'll be good to go. Okay, so normally at the top of the show, let me just see. Do you ever do something so much that like, you don't think about it, but then once you think about it, you can't do it ever again. That happened to me with um, this this podcast episode that I'm recording currently that you're actually listening to. But that happened to me with my password the other day. I've been using the same password for almost a year for like certain things. And I thought about it yesterday. I was like, what is my password? And I could not for the life of me tell you my password. But then, of course, when I got to type it in, I just have to close my eyes, not think about it, and it's, and it's in the system. So I can't tell you my password. I'm also like that with my, with my phone passcode. Like, if someone told me, like, this is a make or break, like, I'll, I will give you $1 million if you can tell me this. What is your phone passcode? I, I don't think I could tell you. I could do it for you. Easily. On the first try, I don't think I could tell you what my phone password was. And actually, if anyone um, ever ever finds themselves in a position where they're like any sort of like government operative or spy or um, Harriet the Spy or if you're a spy kid and you want to learn someone's password, you just hand them your phone on the passcode thing and then hope that not thinking, you know, they just kind of operate how they normally do. They type in their password instead of yours. Mm-hmm. But make sure they're not charging using your charger to charge their iPad instead of mine. It's not charging my iPad and it's all your fault. I'm going to be honest, that wasn't the best recreation of the Irish accent that I've ever done. Let me, let me try again. Thanks a lot, Rachel. Thanks a lot. I can't do it. It's not charging my iPad. I can't, I, I don't know what happened to me. I hope you're happy because I've told mum. I've told mum. I don't know, I've normally, 
honestly, I'm not just saying this, I'm normally better at that accent. I think something about doing it, like knowing that zeros of people are going to hear it. Like, I think I'm just better in person. That's what, that's something I've learned about myself through this whole kind of COVID experience. I think I'm just better in person. Like, I don't like an online meeting. I don't like um, any sort of picture. I had to take a, I had to take a picture of myself for something. I love how I speak like I'm in the CIA myself. I am a CIA operative. I was just like signing up for something and you needed like a, a picture. Uh, not a dating app. Although it sounds like it. I was signing up and they needed my picture. But it wasn't. Um, it was just like for like identity purposes. I have the strangest eyes. Not in the actual like formation of my eyes. But like for whatever reason when I'm taking like what one would call a selfie, like my eyes just go nuts. Like I can see into my soul. And like, I don't, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I can see into my soul. And I'm going to be honest, I don't love what I'm seeing. Like, it's a bit scary. It's kind of dark. They're not like happy eyes, you know? Like I want, I want to be like, you know, like I'm a happy person. So like, why do my eyes look so sad? Is what I would like to know. If anyone could tell me that, that would be, Stunning. Alrighty, well, what else do we know we talk about? Oh, excuse me. Again, it's 9.55. I'm not exactly firing on all cylinders. I had to take public transport today, which I enjoy. It makes me feel kind of one with the, um, one with the town. I've chronicled my car troubles, I believe, briefly. On here, but basically, um, for the past eh, close to a year, my car has been screaming at me like that something's wrong, whether that be, you know, making weird noises, weird clunks, a whooshing sound in the trunk, or no, what's the opposite of what's the trunk but the front, like the like where the trunk is in a Tesla, what is that called? The hood underneath the hood? I don't know. And I've basically been like just kind of pouring in coolant and crossing my fingers. And up until now, it has worked. And arguably now it still works. But um, the noises are just getting to, to the level of like, okay, I need like this car needs Jesus. But the only problem is, okay, I feel like I do this. I'm basically, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be learning a lesson here because I feel like I am a hypochondriac with my car. But like the avoidant type, which I am in real life with myself. Like I'll have like a pain or like a, just a something, nothing serious, but like a something that I'm like, mm, this is suspicious. And I'll just kind of leave it and then it goes away. And then I'm like, uh, we're good. And then it's like four years later. And then I'm like, okay, can confirm that, you know, ache in my left pinky toe like wasn't, you know, it wasn't what Google thought it was. Google's always accusing me of having all of these things that like so far knock on wood have not have i actually played this fun game as and by play this fun game i mean i thought of it one time and it was really funny but you know when you have like you think you have something like you think you have i don't know i i'm i don't want to do, okay i feel i feel weird like just like throwing out like conditions and diseases you know, just, just randomly on a Wednesday night. So let's say you think you have a certain, a certain condition. 
you have it, and then you have a symptom, and you think, oh my gosh, this is for sure this symptom. And then you Google it, and then it tells you that yes, you know, having left toe pinky pain is a symptom of this condition. Then you think, oh my gosh, I have this. I have this disease, I have this, you know, whatever. I have a trick to combat that. What you do is you think of a random, like the randomest symptom you can think of. You think of like left lower nipple pain. And then you type in your computer, you go into Google and you think left lower nipple pain um, and the the condition that you think you have. And I can almost guarantee you 99% of the time you will find somewhere on the internet someone at some point saying that left lower nipple pain is a condition or is a symptom of of this condition that you thought you 100% had because something that you were feeling when you typed into Google came up in that box at the top that we love, but sometimes spreads misinformation. You know, the box that like you don't even have to click on the articles anymore. It's just, it's just the box. Again, thank you for your service box, but the problem is you're not really getting the full story. So I would say don't trust the box. Do not trust the the Google, the Google box, especially when you're doing medical diagnosis. If you need to know like, can I put cupcakes in the freezer? I think you're good to use the, use the box. But if you need to know something like, do I need to seek medical attention? I would probably just ask a doctor. That's my favorite thing to do. Anyone, anytime anyone texts me like, hey, or sorry, not that people are texting me, but someone would be like, oh, this like, I've had, I've had like a pain in my lower back. And like, I think it's, I, I think it's fine. And I probably pulled it. And, and like three weeks ago, I like, you know, moved my key fob weird when I was trying to get back into my garage, but I'm sure it's fine. I just say, you know what? I would probably check with your doctor. I would, yeah, I would probably, I would just call a doctor because what do I know? That's what, that was my new year's resolution this year. Now I normally pick a new year's resolution about like halfway through the year. So my new year's resolution of the past couple months is if I don't know something, just say, I don't know. I've gotten really good at like guessing or just being like, oh, I think this is, I think it's for that. Um, and honestly, I think the reason that I keep doing it is I'm kind of good at it. I'm really good at like just like making up answers and I don't really check if they're right, but 75% of the time I don't hear back that I was wrong. So I don't know. But long story short, I think I need a new car. So if anyone is like willing to donate or like even donate like information about like if anyone has a cheap car or like if someone wants to fix my car for free, because that just sounds like like it sounds like it's going to cost a lot of money. And I mean, like not sounds like a professional told me, but like literally like the sound like they're like my car sounds like a fax machine. And I just feel like nothing operating present day should sound like a fax machine. No offense to the fax machines. I I would like to know the sort of timeline of the fax machine because it was so soon replaced by email, but then still sort of existed. Okay, let's see. What came before? You know who we haven't talked to in a while? My Snapchat Al. 
Um, but I'm just going to Google what came before and after the fact that you excuse me. Because I, in my head, which I, I have no concrete knowledge of anything, but in my head, like, email and the fax machine are, like, kind of similar. Not similar, but, like, have been around a similar length of time. But I just feel like if we had the fax machine, why did we need... Or if we had email, why did we need the fax machine? I also don't fully understand how a fax machine works. I know it's connected to the phone. I know it makes those, like, weird noises. But I don't fully get it. Okay, the first... The first digital fax machine. They were ubiquitous in offices in the 1980s and 1990s, but have gradually been rendered obsolete, I almost said omelet, by internet-based technologies such as email and the World Wide Web. Okay, just tell me a date. History, history of email... Advent of time-sharing in the early 1960s. Okay. When was the first email? Imagine receiving the first email. When was email invented? Invented. Okay. 1971. Okay. When was the fax machine invented? I think email is really smart because... It's been around forever, but, like, it will be around forever. Like, you need, like, a formal way. Like, we, we can't just be, like, texting people, like, hello for the first time, you know? You kind of have to go through email. Okay, yeah, the first recognizable version of what we consider the telephone fax was invented in, the, in 1964, which is only five years before 1971. See, I didn't even mean to do this. This is a perfect example of my point. I just guessed something. In this case, I guessed that fax and emails were around the same, were started around the same time. I just completely guessed that and I was actually correct. So how am I then supposed to apply my New Year's resolution of not filling in gaps where I don't have the information if I'm so good at it? That would be like Tiger Woods saying, I'm going to give up golf for the month of, I don't know, March or whatever. It's when is golf season? You know what I mean? Like that's just it's not it's not good business, you know. It's not good business. Also, I have a just pre- okay. We're 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 capping this conversation on to the next. I feel like everyone has a business. Everyone's like, oh, I'm like working on my business, or like, uh, I'm I've I've you know been running a business. Where where are all these businesses that everyone's talking about? Like, what is the definition of business? Because am I? Like, is my, is the Nobody Asks This Podcast a business? Business refers, because I would like to, I'm, I'm not, like, I would love to have a business. I'm all, this is all coming out of jealousy, which most of the negative thoughts that I say are. Like, totally. Anytime anyone's like, well, you're just jealous. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. A business is defined as an organization or enterprising entity engaged in commercial, industrial, or professional activities. Okay. So let's see if the nobody asked for this podcast. Um, not is it can be defined as a business? Okay, a business. They're gonna tell us. I, and I I read this before, but we're gonna kind of go through the list. That was more of like an overview type thing. A business is defined as an organization. 
or or enterprising entity. We're kind of an organization. Okay. Subsection A. What does what is the definition of organization? I'm definitely not organized. So hopefully that's not a criteria. Um, okay, we need organization as in the noun, not as in to be organized. Was that an ad something? Adjective? Okay. Organization noun. A group of people who form a business club etc. together in order to achieve a particular aim to work for a business political voluntary organization. Okay, so I am only one I am only one people. So can I be a business? I'm it's looking like no. Enterprising entity. What is an enterprising entity? If I have to keep googling or defining things in your definition, you didn't define it properly. They can be okay, are we commercial? Industrial or others. Let's put down we're, we're others. For profit business entities do business to earn a profit while nonprofit ones do it for a charitable mission. Okay, I can't say that the nobody asked for this podcast is either of those either of those things. I can promise you I haven't made a dime off of this. I've actually I'm in the reds, I've spent money. And as much as I would like to think that like the content we slash I produce is to the to the point where it could be the level of quality to where it could be considered a public service and then thus would qualify us as like some sort of a nonprofit charitable um adventure. I wish that was the case. I don't think it is. And I think I have to be honest with myself in that. So I'm going to say that we are not a business. Now one day if we are a business, I will announce it globally. Um, also, I'm just going to be really honest. <sighs> Excuse me. See, if, I, if we were a business, I would have edited out that yawn, but we are not. Um, I'm going I'm to be honest. If you're, if you're hearing a lot of shh, um, it's because I haven't worn my retainer the last couple of days, so my teeth are shifting. So I've been hearing a lot of shh, and I also keep biting my lip because my teeth are in a a different arrangement than they uh, were a week ago from now. Okay, I'm trying this new thing where I'm podcasting with my eyes closed, and I hope, I think it's going well. I feel great. I might fall asleep and then wake up, and it's going to be like I'm on hour seven, but luckily this isn't live, so I can just do some do some some editing. I feel like I talk louder with my eyes closed. Okay, we're going to do a group activity. Everybody... Start talking out loud, whether you're in your car, whether you are in your basement, whether you are doing nothing because no one listens to this because nobody asked for this. This is the nobody asked for this podcast. Duh. The second people start listening to this, I'm going to have to change the name because it would no longer make sense. But everyone who's not listening to this, like, let's just pretend there are people. Close your eyes. So sorry. No, no, no. Scratch that. Starting now. Talk. Talk normally. Talk at what you would consider a regular volume. And now I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to keep talking. Do you sound louder? Because if yes, then I'm on to something. If no, then I'm on something. Okay, anyway. I have noticed, and I don't know if this is just me. 
uh, probably. But if I have like the air conditioning on, or sorry, not what's the opposite of air conditioning? I don't have air conditioning. If I have the heat on, which I have been having to do the last couple days because it's been one. Well, and actually, it's, it's okay. We're in a terrible time. I normally start off talking about the weather, but we are in the time where like it could be raining, but it could also be like 18 degrees. And then it could also be doing both of those things at the same time. So when you get in your car, the windows are all fogged up because the rain is making the windshield cold. So it's like the other side is foggy. So you can't see. So you have to turn on the heat, but it's also still like 15 degrees. So you don't really need to have the heat on for any other reason than you need to see. Now I found, which is very important, I've heard. Now I found that for me personally, I have, it, I have a hard time seeing, especially seeing when it's dark outside and driving when it's dark outside, when I have the loud noise of the air conditioning, or not the air conditioning, but what is it called? The defroster. The defroster makes a loud noise in my car. Now I don't know if this is a universal experience uh, because I don't know if everyone's defroster is extremely loud. I had to pick a hair off of my tongue, like that had fault, like not like from my tongue, but like, you know, some hair gets in your mouth, people. It's it's the circle of life. But I tried to do that while I was talking, and that did not work out. Um, irregardless, which is one of my favorite words. Irregardless, I don't know if that that is a me thing, but like if it's dark, raining, I have to have the heat on. Like for whatever reason, that impacts my vision. I feel like I can't pay attention and I'm not someone that needs silence I'm not someone that needs like no noise around me to work I'm actually the opposite like I'll turn on music or like I don't know like go in a room with like other people and work like that's kind of always how I've been um I can't listen to music and read at the same time I don't know how people do that I wish I could because sometimes I'll be like should I listen to something or should I read a book you know should I should I listen to the Dr. Phil podcast? He must have a podcast, right? I mean, I've, I have a podcast for sure. Dr. Phil has a podcast. Let me see. But just for instance, should I listen to the Dr. Phil podcast or should I read a book? You know, should I read a Dr. Phil book? He has like, like broad um, topics in which he discusses in his books. He has like, obviously like, advice and like I don't know probably like a marriage book and you know breakup book but he also has like like a diet book like I don't know if he's like a nutritionist or like maybe that was part of his degree I'm not sure I also don't know that he has a degree because we've talked about this before but I feel like anytime I watch Dr. Phil like the advice he gives is like no offense like kind of common sense like there'll be a mom who's like Dr. Phil help me my 16-year-old girl keeps partying and she's like not focusing on her homework. What do I do? And he's like, well, what you're going to do is you're going to make sure that she comes home after school, stays home, does her homework, doesn't talk back, and goes back to school in the morning. It's like, well, yeah. You didn't need a degree to tell you that, Philip. Like, I just, I've, I'm never impressed. He, never, he has never, in, in my years of watching the show, starting from when I was, you know, 
eight or nine and was faking sick because I didn't want to go to school because I just, you know, didn't feel like it. I would have rather stayed home. I would watch it then up until more recently when I would watch it on my own volition. Never been impressed. Never thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to use that. So I don't know what advice we're supposed to be taking from Dr. Phil, especially in the nutrition space, but I'm sure I'll read it at some point. That, that I feel like that would be a good, like, if you're a Goodreads goal, like if you're like a book or two lower than where you want it to be at the end of the year, like you can just read like a Dr. Phil book. It's probably like a really easy light read. Oh, he has a really old book. It's called Family First, Your Step-by-Step Plan for Creating a Phenomenal Family. Okay, it looked really old, but I guess it only came up in 2013. And then he has Laugh Code. It's life code, but he pronounced it as laugh code. Okay, see, this is doable. This is only six hours and 50 minutes. We can do this. Easy peasy. What was I Googling? Oh, I'm Googling Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil degree. Like, what is his degree in? Is Dr. Phil a doctor? McGraw earned a doctoral degree in clinical psychology, okay, from the University of North Texas, followed by a postdoctoral fellowship in forensic psychology from the Wilmington Institute. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm reading. Is Dr. Phil a real doctor? And this is from thelist.com, if anyone wants to um, join at home. Okay, let's see. Just like, just tell us already. Dr. Phil demands to be referred as Dr. Phil. The short answer is no. Dr. Phil McGraw is not a licensed therapist. What? That makes sense because I feel like, like what happened to ethics? Like, aren't you not supposed to be like blasting your like patients? They're definitely not his patients, but like, if you really wanted to help people, like, why do you need to help people on TV? You know what I mean? Like, and if you wanted to just have a TV show, like, have a fun TV show, but, like, why does it have to be, like, real people, you know? Like, I'm all for having fun, clearly. I have this, not to compare myself to a talk show, Dr. Phil style, but, like, have fun. You know, record yourself in an iPhone in your basement at 10 o'clock at night the, the day before you upload it. You know, like, do that. But, like, why do we have to drag other people into it? Also, this article is very long. The idea that Dr. Phil Starr requires a legitimate medical practitioner to stand alongside him and field questions appears to confirm... Oh, wait, what? The short answer is no, he's not... Okay, so he does have a psychology degree, which, to be fair, so do I. And I don't feel like I know much about psychology. So even though he has a master's degree, of which I do not, or like a doctorate, like I feel like if I know half of what he learned, even if he knows double what I know, it's not much. He's also not licensed in California. Yikes. The question of the guys we gave it here. I'm so confused. Just like, yes or no? Oh, this is the perfect time to bring back our chat. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not chat GBT. 
uh, we got to do the, our Snapchat L. My AI on Snapchat is Dr. Phil, a real doctor. Like, I think his show's over. Like, you can tell us now. Okay, so he's technically a doctor. He has a PhD in clinical psychology. Is a PhD different than a master's? PhD versus master's. Let's see. A master's degree, like, every three months, I'm like, oh, I could probably go do that. And then I, like, look up the requirements for that, and I'm like, oh, I have none of these. For, for starters, I think my GPA was, like, not very high. Like, not low, but, like, not high. And I think maybe at some point I'll be far enough away from school that, like, they don't really, really look at that part. Um, but what I definitely will never have is the second part, which is references, I don't think I attended a single, like, optional study course, study group, tutorial, whatever, for any of my classes. So I can promise you none of my profs remember me, like, ever. So again, I might have to wait, like, a good 10 years to be like, George, you don't remember me? I was in your classroom all the time. Here's a thread of emails. Like, I'll have to make up the thread of emails, obviously. But, like, you don't remember? I was your prize pupil. Stuff like that. Okay, they're not telling me what the difference. The focus of master's degrees and doctorate degrees is different. A master's degree is is designed to deepen career-oriented knowledge and skills. Do you ever say a sentence and you're like, what? A doctorate degree is a heavily research-based degree designed to develop critical research, analytical, and writing skills in an effort to fill industry knowledge gaps. Career? Okay. Okay, so a doctorate, they're, like, putting you to work. They're, like, you figure it out. But a master's degree, you're, like, sort of learning knowledge-based skills or career-oriented knowledge. And skills. Hmm. I did not know that. I thought a master's degree was a PhD. A master's is a one or two year graduate degree. A PhD is the highest possible graduate degree and takes three to seven years to complete. You know what? I'm one of those people where I kind of, like, want to, like, do the max. You know, like I did in university. I went straight through. I never took a summer off. I was like, let's just, let's, let's, let's just do it. Let's go for it. Where that ambition dies is when I read the sentence, a PhD is the highest possible graduate degree and takes three to seven years to complete. I don't know that I can prove a point for three to seven years. I don't think that my desire to check all the boxes is three to seven years worth. And I think it's freeing to know that. And I also think it's freeing to know when it's time to end your episode because we're just sort of rambling now. So I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate everybody who maybe listened for like 30 seconds in the beginning, thought, oh, this isn't so bad, and then realized that it was so bad and and turned it off. I I respect you. Still, all the same. Um, I hope everybody has a fantastic week. I hope in part of your week, 
you or someone you know goes to podcast.nobodyaskforthis.podbean.com. On our website, you can see, I think you can listen to the, the episodes right on there, but you can also see links to our Spotify, our iTunes, a couple other places, but like truly who listens to those, no offense if that is one of you, I will appreciate and accept any any download from anywhere. You can find out how to download this onto an MP3 player from 2006, go for it, and Nokia flip phone, a Microsoft, or no, a Motorola Razor, however you're listening, I'm there. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, or X or whatever. I, I actually think that that, like, we've all just, like, rejected that, right? Like, no one actually calls it X. And no, I don't think anyone will be anytime soon. Like, that was just, like, that was a joke, right? Like, I still struggle to find it on the, like, when I go to post the nobody asked for this, like, link. Because, again, everyone everyone needs to see, you know, all our zero followers are just waiting in the wings to get the to get them a notification every week. But, yeah, I just, I feel like X, like, we can probably, like, X that out and just go back and pretend that never happened. Do you know, like, okay, do you know when... You make a noise that's like not a burp, more but more of a hiccup, and you're like, "Oh, that no, no, that like that wasn't a burp, I promise." And people are like, "Yeah, all right," and you're like, "No, no, like it really wasn't a burp, but it sounded like a burp." I think they need to just apply that theory to X and just change it back to Twitter and be like, oh, "Wait, what? Oh no, we didn't, we didn't change anything. It's always been Twitter. What are you talking about? Like gaslighting, but like for a good cause. Like I think that like we could all get behind and like rally and be like, you know what?" We all make mistakes, and we're allowed to make mistakes, but you just have to fix them. So people at X, like, fix it. Fix it already. It's been long enough. Like, this, this has gone on for far too long, um, as has this episode. So I'm going to go. I hope you have a great week, and we will talk next week in October. No, yes, October. Last episode of September, everybody. So sad. Okay, goodbye.